And now it's time for the Long Island Abate Motorcycle Show. Here's your host, Jim Barr. Good morning. This is Jim Barr from the Long Island Abate Motorcycle Show. Welcome to another episode. With me in the studio today is Pastor Ski from the Bikers for Christ. Good morning, Ski. Good morning, Jim. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. All right, so today's episode is going to be about uh, about faith within the motorcycle community. And um, I'd like to invite Pastor Ski to um, share his views with us today. Well, um, not so much my views. I want to share a little bit about uh, just how I got involved in the, in the Long Island motorcycle community, a little bit about uh, my testimony, what brought me to this place, and about the organizations, two organizations that I, I represent. Um, now, I've been uh, part of the motorcycle community probably for going on 10 years uh, plus on Long Island. And, um, you know, I've been, a, I've been a Christian for a, for a long time. And, you know, I really didn't anticipate that this would be uh, my call, so to speak. Uh, but once I bought a motorcycle, um, I virtually heard God say to me, you know, this is, this is what you're going to use uh, to show me to the world, to show my love to the world, to reach out and help people. And so, um, you know, I searched around. I got, got involved with a bait, and uh, I started looking for uh, organizations and um, basically just Googled Christian bikers and found Bikers of Christ. And, um, you know, I have a high affinity for, for California. I love California. So uh, it started out there, and there was a lot of, um, a lot of reasons why I went in that direction. Um, I didn't just want to uh, be a motorcyclist that... Um, that went out and, and just and just rode. Uh, I really had a a heart to go out to the uh, the hardcore and the um, you know the kind of dark places in the in the community and um, just kind of uh, be there in case they uh, they needed anything. Kind of show them that uh, you know God loves them too. And and Bikers of Christ was a, was a natural fit. Uh, the guy who started it, Pastor Z, was uh, a guy that rode with the Hell's Angels back in the uh, the seventies and. Um, you know, had a uh, an experience with, uh, with 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 Christ, and, and his life changed, and started this ministry. Now it's all over the country; it's in several foreign countries. And so, um, this is really a direction I wanted to go. And um, you know, I just I just started to investigate, and uh, I got involved in the Long Island motorcycle community. And uh, and actually, about nine months after um, after I started riding. Uh, I was in West Virginia up in the Blue Ridge Mountains with a bunch of Christian riders with another organization, and uh, I had an accident up in the middle of nowhere in the mountains, and my uh, my bike flipped up, came down on my back, and um, really busted me up really good. And I um, was probably laid up in the hospital for uh, altogether about two months. It took me about six months to get, get well. In the process, I lost my spleen, had several broken ribs, and uh, a lot of other uh, damage, but um, through that experience, and there was a, a lot of um, miraculous circumstances, um, so to speak, that uh, I'm actually sitting here today because literally four times they had to bring me back from the dead. Wow, um, four? Four times during that, that time, three times in, uh, in Virginia, and actually when I got back to New York is when my spleen finally gave out, and they had to uh, remove my spleen to save my life. But through that, um, I had a couple of people that uh, spoke some, some powerful words into my life and, uh, and reinforced that this was the avenue that uh, God was going to use me as his representative. And, um, you know, I love riding motorcycles. Uh, I love God. I love, uh, I love Jesus. And I love, uh, I love bikers. 
and uh, it was kind of a, a perfect fit. How long ago are we talking? Like, when did you get started out in California with Pastor Z? Well, uh, actually, I didn't meet Pastor Z until uh, two or three years after I was already involved. Okay. You know, I got involved long distance. He didn't have any representatives out here. One of the few states that weren't um, weren't on the map as far as Bikers for Christ, and um, you know, through uh, through just talking to him, we have similar faith backgrounds. Uh, he, he put a lot of trust in me, and uh, I went out there actually for my son's wedding and, and met him for the first time and sitting down with him. And uh, since then, he's put me in charge of all of New York State, so I, I'm, I oversee all the chapters upstate. We have a couple up in uh, Albany and Rochester and Binghamton and a couple others that are starting. But um, it's been um, it's been an interesting interesting uh, ride, so to speak, um, becoming an entity within the motorcycle community because, uh, you know, bikers are not very trusting people of people outside of their community. Um, and now that I'm a part of the community, I, I kind of feel <laughs> the same way. Um, because I think motorcyclists, uh, bikers are very misunderstood. Um, you know, unless you're in the community, you really don't understand um, the good things about the community. And um, it's really allowed me to um, to be able to step in and be a representative for uh, from my my God to people who uh, I love on an individual basis. Um, we we think along the same lines. You know, I've kind of been a free spirit my whole life. Uh, I've always been uh, attracted to the radicals and the, the people that live life on the edge. And um, and now I'm in a position where I can try to help them um, live a little more productive and, and hopefully safer life uh, within that that parameter. And so, um, you know, it's really it's really been an incredible ride. Uh, I really enjoy and I, I, I virtually love everyone in our community from uh, you know, from the casual rider that I meet on the street all the way up to, um, you know, the the hardcore and the, the outlaw clubs. And they're all close friends. And when I, I say close friends, I mean very close friends. You know, people that I would uh, I would get up in the middle of the night and, and talk them through, through things. If they needed help, they know that I'd be there. Um, it's just something that God's put in me. And, um, you know, it's something that hadn't really been tapped into in the motorcycle community of Long Island, really, uh, in any kind of depth before I got involved. And I've been able to do, um, you know, really so many things being there for, uh, for the community when, uh, you know, people go down in accidents. We have our down biker run, which we have um, had recently. And, um, you know, we can help people financially a little bit when they go down on a motorcycle, uh, visiting people in hospitals and just encouraging them through the, the rehabilitation and the, the healing process and, you know, um, hopefully uh, letting them see God work through things in their life and that there's purpose for absolutely everything they go through. Um, you know, some of my most powerful moments have been speaking, uh, unfortunately, at wakes and funerals um, because death is a very um, hard-to-understand uh, thing that's in our life, you know. Um, there's a lot of questions that come, come around when, when someone dies and we lose someone who's part of our life, so it's Enabling me to, to be in a place where uh, I can hopefully bring some understanding to people, um, help people through the hurting process, the mourning process, and whether it's an accident, whether it's uh, losing a loved one, um, to help people get some understanding of what life's life's about. And I, I you know, I'm someone who firmly believes in in the, the faith that I practice. Um, you know, 
I know that I know that I know, and we'll leave that there. Um, but part of uh, being the representative of that, that faith is, is showing unconditional love to uh, a people that sometimes are hard for people to love. You know, you look at somebody who's on the side of the road on a motorcycle broken down, and, and usually only a biker will stop and help that person. You know, the people in the cars, they just, they have a perception of, they should be afraid of anybody that's on a motorcycle. And so it's, um, it's a very understood community, and I'm really blessed to be called to, to this community. Um, over the last, you know, year or two since, uh, well, we started our, our church, the Rushing Wind Biker Church, actually five years ago, three days ago, it was five years, um, to have a, an avenue of people started to become interested in uh, investigating the faith part of their life. We wanted a place that people could come, be, uh, be comfortable. Uh, our church is a, is a combination clubhouse slash church slash hangaround kind of place. And um, it's very comfortable for someone who's not a church person. Um, we're, uh, we're not religious by any means. Uh, I know that's kind of a, a, kind of a misconception sometimes that, that faith is supposed to be about religion. But uh, again, that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, that certainly surprises me when you say it's not. I would have, well, from the outside looking in, I automatically would have assumed it was. Well, the, the, the thing about the Christian faith, the true Christian faith, because there's so many different you know, realms out there that call themselves Christianity, is every other faith distinctive, whether it's um, a spiritual type thing, a philosophy, um, Islam, Judaism, uh, religion is man trying to come up with ways to reach out to make God happy, that God would like him. The thing about Christianity is it's, it's a totally different understanding that there's nothing we can do to reach out to God, so God reached out to us, and he sent his son you know, to die for, die for us. He did, did the work, and there's nothing we have to do other than you know, believe and accept that. And, uh, and then value Jesus as the one who, you know, set the ultimate example um, on how to live this life and how to be in community, how to love people. So it's, uh, it's not religion, you know, in any ways. I know Christianity has made it about religion, whether it's the, the liturgical uh, veins of faith like the, the Catholicism and the, the uh, Presbyterians, Episcopals, um, the kind of off-the-wall realms of Christianity like the Pentecostals, the Charismatics, some of the Baptists and Methodists, um, they made it about you have to do things a certain way in order to make God happy. Um, scripturally, it's not in there. You know, I was speaking to you earlier about that, that uh, most Christian experiences out there in churches that make it about religion have taken it so far out of what the scriptures actually say. And, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm down on religion. You know, Jesus actually came to abolish religion. You know, because it's about us having a relationship with God as our Father, uh, Jesus as our big brother, showing us the way, and uh, we're all a family. You know, uh, our church we, we promote family, community. Um, people bring religion in there, and uh, I I just I show them the door. You know, I've had people come in with good intentions, bringing ideas from other churches and things, and you know, God gave me a vision on what this should be, and it's it's um, it's going to stay where it is. And, you know, people start saying, well, I can fix you. Um, go somewhere else. Fix somebody else. We're fine. Okay. You know? When, uh, I know you cast a very wide net across the whole motorcycle community. And um, for people that don't know, you are also the chaplain of Long Island Debate. Mm -hmm. And uh, how about telling us how you got involved with debate? 
Well, um, the first Bowen motorcycle I bought, the one that actually flipped up and came down on my back, was uh, a Yamaha V-Star uh, 10, 10 years ago or so. And um, when I bought that motorcycle from a place in Bayshore, which isn't a bike place anymore, I don't even know what it is, um, they had brochures on a bait. Okay. And that's how I, I got involved with a bait. Let me guess. That's the one that said, do you want to fight? Uh, it could have been. Okay. I don't know, because the whole biker thing was new to me at that point. But I wanted to uh, get involved in community. And I didn't know clubs at that point. I didn't know anything. I just had a bike. So I figured I'll start with an organization that's a motorcycle rights. And, um, you know, it's, that's how I got to meet people. And then I got to hear about other events. And then I went out to clubhouses and venues and things. Um, and that actually they, they, I don't, I don't know if they had ever had a chaplain. Not to my knowledge. In the years before I I came. believe you're the first. Um, and you know, the president at that time we sat down and we talked and, um, he was, you know, he had a spiritual way about him. And actually he's a Christian now, very good friend of mine. We're talking about Marty? Marty. Yeah, Marty Dick, yeah. nine years president of Long Island. Yes. Uh, very dear friend and, um, you know, a Christian now and we share the same faith. And he thought it was something that was important that was needed. You know, that there was um, at least a spiritual entity if someone had a need. Um, you know, because I'm a firm uh, believer and, and people that know me and have heard me speak, um, uh, I, I firmly believe that, uh, that God inspired the invention of the motorcycle because I believe the things that we enjoy um, when we ride, the experiences we have, and even the, the community in that, are things that God placed within creation for us to enjoy. And riding around in a cage and a box walled off from everything, people don't experience the things that we get to experience. And uh, that was put there by God for us to enjoy. You know, and when God created us way back when, he, uh, he put us in a garden called Eden, which meant uh, uh, pleasure. He wanted us to have a good time. You know, and uh, I can't think of a better way to have a good time than riding a motorcycle. Works for me. You know, I mean, we see we see starlit nights in total panoramic view, not through a little window in the front of our car. You know, um, I think all the years that I didn't ride, I, I think I've seen one shooting star. But since I've ridden the last 10 or 12 years, I've seen 20 or 30 shooting stars. Things that are just incredible. You know, whether it's nature, whether it's what you smell, what you feel. Um and, and I believe it is, is a deep faith thing, and it's a deep you know, creation thing, a God thing, God speaking to us through our experiences and our senses. And um, you know, I think part of what I try to bring to the community is even that awareness. You know, I'm not going to stand on a soapbox and you know, repent today is coming, you're all going to hell kind of guy. Um, but I want to get people understanding that there is somebody out there that loves them. Well, what exactly is your role in, in your ministry in the biker community? Well, like, how do you see it? I think um, I'm kind of the unofficial chaplain of the entire community. Um, there's um, a um, there's a peace that comes to people when they know that someone's around in case they're needed. You know, because um, like I said, life, death, the uh, how fragile life is. Nobody understands that more than a guy that rides a motorcycle. You know, and we're riding and people are cutting us off and, you know, our, our life flashes before our eyes. And, you know, uh, 10 times a month we could be dead, right. you know, from things on the road. And, um, and I think it brings a comfort. And it's not just me. We have people, you know, in our group and, uh, you know, Christian Motorcycle Association. They have people out there that, 
Uh, I think it brings a presence that's a calming, a calming factor just in the overall kind of aura of, of the community. You know, it's like, okay, they're there because I, I hear it when we're not there. When we're missing, we're missed. So that's how you know. You know, it's, it's like, uh, like anything else. If, if somebody doesn't say anything, you think that, that you're taken for granted. And, uh, you know, we never think we're taken for granted. We know that, that we're a quiet presence and we're a calming thing there that, that people, you know, sometimes they don't notice we're there, but they notice when we're not there. And I think it brings, um, you know, if I ever need something, you know, they're there. You know, Ski's there and Jerry's there and, and Bob. And I think uh, it goes a long way. Also, um, I think since I've been with the motorcycle community on Long Island, there has been a heightened, a more heightened awareness of God and faith. Um, you know, people that are getting married now are getting married in a more religious kind of venue, um, which I think is pretty cool, you know, considering where marriage came from. That maybe they're not deep faith people, but they kind of understand this important thing about that. So, um, and I'm also seeing as I become more vocal out there in the community, also more vocal in social networking and things like that, I'm seeing a lot of other faith people become more bold in what they're, you know, all of a sudden I'm seeing a lot of spirituality getting talked about. So I think it's bringing a lot of things to the surface. And, um, you know, yeah, I kind of stir the pot once in a while because I'm... Uh, you? Yeah. Because uh, I'm very adamant in what I believe in. Um, but I don't condemn other people, you know, I don't, I don't judge other people. I like to have the conversations and get an understanding and have a dialogue. The reason I was being sarcastic saying you is because I know that you are very upfront, straightforward, and sometimes people aren't always comfortable hearing the truth. So that's why I was being sarcastic. Well, it's, it's, um, it's not, it's uncomfortable for people to think there is a truth. You know, that's probably where the uncomfort, where it gets uncomfortable. Um, you know, everybody thinks, thinks they have the truth. Um, so I, I, I don't know, it's, um, it's a big part of my life. A lot of other people, their spiritual side, the faith they're in, isn't a big part of their life. With me, it, it has invaded every aspect of my life. My home life, my marriage, my children, how I ride a motorcycle, why I ride a motorcycle, what I do with my leisure time, uh, what I don't do, you know, things I don't, I, I don't watch television anymore, you know, and really I've, I'm at such peace. You know, I, you know, do I want to turn on CSI this, CSI that? Yeah, once in a while, you know, in the old days I would have done that. Uh -huh. But, but the, you know, the things uh, that I experience now by not having those things um, is a much more powerful thing. And, and sometimes people don't understand when I, I talk about stuff like that. It, um, I never want it to come, down, come like I'm talking down to people. Um, I do believe I have something that's fantastic. You know, it's like uh, you, you get something for your birthday. And it's the, it's the greatest thing that you've ever seen in your life. And, right. all, and all you want to do is tell your friends. Can't wait to share it. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty much what, what I'm all about. So, you know, yeah, I, I learn with each individual friend of mine where the line is, on uh, where it's overbearing, right. and they stop listening. Because I never want people to stop listening. Okay. I can relate. Um, this sounds like a plug, um, but <clears throat> I go to a holistic. I don't like doctors. I don't take medicines. And, mm -hmm. But uh, I go to a doctor named Shannon Leon. He's over in Hicksville, and he's a holistic doctor. He's a neurologist, and the guy is amazing. He fixes anything. But, like, I had high blood pressure, 190 over 110. Mm -hmm. I went to him. Now it's 110 over 70 without medicine. 
you know, but I was like shouting it from the mountaintops. Hey mm-hmm. guys, you got to go to Shannon Leon. He's fantastic. He'll get you off high blood pressure. He'll yeah. get you off the, so I can relate like how you must be feeling mm-hmm. with you have this sense of knowing something that is wonderful that you'd want to share it with other people. Absolutely. So I can relate with, you know, that type of a thing. Okay, we're going to take a break now for a word from our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back with Pastor Ski of Bikers for Christ. If you ride, you likely know the name Mitchell Proner, the attorney who handles more motorcycle accident cases each year than the average lawyer sees in a lifetime. A longtime biker and advocate for riders' rights, Mitchell has settled or tried motorcycle cases to verdicts in at least 30 New York County Supreme Courts. But what you might not be aware of is his unmatched pro bono record with many motorcycle rights organizations, including Long Island Debate. That's why they recommend Mitchell's latest free rider resource, the Motorcyclist Sandbook. Each page delivers strategies for staying safe and making sure you and your family are prepared in the unfortunate event of a motorcycle accident. So grab your free copy today at bikerhelp.com or call 1-800-PRO-LAW-1. For the last 25 years, motorcycle accident victims and their families have turned to Mitchell for advice. Remember, if you or a loved one is injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-PRO-LAW-1 or visit bikerhelp.com. And don't forget to grab the Motorcyclist Sandbook for free. Again, call 1-800-PRO-LAW or bikerhelp.com. Attention contractors and all business owners. Not happy with your insurance agent or broker? Are you just paying too much? Specialized Insurance opens at 7 a.m. A five-minute call can save you up to 50%. Call 631-758-6780. We insure all types of businesses, including property, workers' comp, and liability. Specialized insurance can even package all your policies together. Any business, any size. We don't charge fees for certificates or New York Comp Fund renewals. Celebrating 22 years in business. Are you tired of paying too much for your auto, home, flood, motorcycle, or any of your insurance? Just one call does it all. Call Specialized Insurance at 631-758-6780 for all of your insurance needs, including life and health and anything else. More coverage, less money. There's no need to go anywhere else. Let Specialized Insurance help you save with over 50 companies to choose from. We do the shopping for you. We also have homeowners warranties. Never pay for a repair again. Call 631-758-6780 or log on to SpecializedInsurance.com. Download our app at SMMM.us. Change your career and learn a skill that's in demand. Entra Driver Training is Long Island's only commercial driver trainer that specializes in the CDLA. Entra has many programs with discounts or you can pay as you go. Lessons are two full hours in length, not the usual 1.5 like other schools offer. Plus, on-site fleet training for companies that want their employees licensed from lessons from the pre-trip inspection on your equipment or Entra's. All time is hands-on. Entra proudly offers discounts for all military personnel. For your personalized lessons, visit online at EntraCDL.com or call 631-648-4906. Okay, welcome back. This is Jim, and I'm here with Pastor Ski from Bikers for Christ. And um, Ski, being a Christian, why did you get involved in the ministry for bikers? Well, I... Um <clears throat> probably been searching at that point, you know, as, as a Christian for, you know, you, you have some purpose in life and, and your job is to find out what it is. And so I <clears throat> had several things that uh, just didn't seem right. I bought the motorcycle and uh, in the past I'd had very, uh, very um, good relationships with the, the bikers I knew, even the hardcore bikers. And um, hearing what the perception <clears throat> of motorcyclists and bikers are to, Christians in general, uh, I knew that there was very few people that were going to be reaching out to them at all. And uh, one thing, you know, that, that Jesus talks about in the Bible is we're supposed to reach out to everybody, you know, that, that the lost, 
obviously, you know, we refer to everybody as it's not a Christian, um, but also to the underprivileged, the people that nobody likes, uh, the vagabonds, uh, the untouchable kind of types. And unfortunately, there's a lot of the Christian realm that has a misunderstanding of the bikers that um, they're afraid of them. Um, almost that they're too quote unquote evil and they don't want to, you know, I've experienced that the evil might jump off on them or something. I don't know what it is. And so it made me more zealous. Um, and my love for the, the bikers became more and more when I knew that there was nobody else. And so, um, you know, I, I, I just, it was such a natural fit. I, I love the bikers. I love the, the people in my community. From the the biggest, ugliest, drunkest, drugged out guy, you know, and, and there's lots of them out there. I, I just love them, you know, as men and as as actually children of God, you know. And um, and who else is going to love somebody like that? Well, they're out there in every walk of life. But I'm I'm assuming that you're thinking that there's others that will help the other people, but not too many are going to reach well, out to the biker know, community you, the, that needs uh, that kind of help. The perception of a biker. To someone who's got issues that cha- and challenges in life, it's it makes it hard for a, a a common person or a traditional kind of person to reach out. That they don't. The truth is, they don't trust their faith. You know, it's it's like, uh, you know, our community is into a lot of stuff, and it's a lot of stuff that the average person that's a Christian, it, it's it's a lot of seduction, it's a lot of um, you know temptation into things. Maybe they had problems in the past, whether it's alcohol, whether it's ego you know so the the seductive nature of our community really most people shouldn't be in it because it can bring them to, to roads that would you know bring their life into the dark areas and just areas that might be a, a bad path so um you know it's forced me to become very very strong in my faith i study and the people that are with me i, I make sure that they are very well versed and they're very strong in their faith that when we go out there that we want to be a positive influence and not have any of the, the things out there that could influence us. You know, it's like you tell me how hard, the harder the job, the more I want to do it. Hey, how about in the uh, traditional Christian establishments? Or how do they perceive you as a Christian in the motorcycle community? Well, before we started our biker church, we used to visit churches to see if we could actually bring someone to a church. Right. So we would walk in with our cuts and, um, you know, tattoos and, and whatever else, and we would sit in the church and we would watch people change sides of the church and they didn't want to be around us and we got the the jesus stuff on our back you know so eventually i got to the point where i don't know where i'm going to bring people so i went around the country i checked out biker churches and god put it on my heart to start one and now we got speaking of which how about telling everybody where yours is located well we have the russian wind biker church in bohemia we're at 129 knickerbocker avenue uh, an industrial area, which is by design, because we want to be hidden. Um, you know, it's not about putting something on a main road where we're going to attract people. We don't want to attract people. We want a place that's hidden so that people who may not even want to be seen going to church feel safe and comfortable. So that's why, by design, we went into an industrial area. So it's 129 Knickerbocker Avenue. Uh, we have Sunday morning, Sunday evening services. Wednesdays, you come, we, get, we have dinner, dinner and a service. Um, and we just want to be there and help people. Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. I, uh, I'm sure that a lot of people found what you have to say very informative. I learned a few things myself. Well, I appreciate that's, the opportunity. That's what I enjoy about this show. We have all different types of episodes with different categories, and I'm learning something from every one of them. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us. Okay, time for our calendar of events. 
Uh, we have Baca, Bikers Against Child Abuse, having their second annual Palooza. Today, you can con- contact them on their website for further information, as long as the Red Knights Motorcycle Club is having their ride for autism. And not that I'm prejudiced or anything, uh, but Long Island Abate is holding a very important run today. We call it the Veterans Appreciation Run. Sign-up is from 9 to 11 a.m. at the Riverhead Elks Lodge. That's 1239 East Main Street in Riverhead. We're going to gather there and take a nice scenic escorted ride out to uh, out to Montauk, where we're going to have a, a ceremony out there, which Bill Quinn, the chairman of this event, puts on. Um, we'll be recognizing and honoring soldiers and veterans. All proceeds from today will be matched three times. Last year, we brought in $40,000, and every penny was issued to 16 local veteran organizations. No administrative fees are withheld whatsoever. Please join us today. Come out to the Riverhead Elks between 9 and 11 to sign up. $20 for bike and rider, $10 for a passenger. Everything that you donate is going to be quadrupled. Three separate people are going to match. So, And if you can't make it, you're welcome to go on our website at longislanddebate.org and make a contribution. And any contribution made will be considered for will be considered that it's for the Veterans Appreciation Run, and that also will be matched three times. So please support this run. It's very important to our local veterans here. And later on in the week, we have uh, LJ James having his Forget Work, Let's Ride Day on Wednesday. And next Saturday, we're going to have the Sons of Italians having their Italian feast. So please feel free to go on their website for more details. And again, I'd like to uh, thank our sponsors, Mitch Prona from Prona and Prona Law Firm, Rich Rossi from Specialized Insurance, and Steve Sorensen from Entra Driving School, Tractor Trailer Driving School. And uh, without these people, we wouldn't be able to be doing this. So thank you very much for your support. I'd like to remind you to please look for motorcycles while you're out there. If you uh, keep track of how many you're seeing, count them as you're going. It's going to help you identify them as they're noticed. And uh, take notice, we see a lot of our new signs are up that have the same message on it. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody once again and look forward to talking to you again next Sunday at 7 a.m. Please drive safe in the meantime. We'll see you then. Hi, this is Doug Gray of the Marshall Tucker Band. Always keep your eyes open for motorcycles. This message is brought to you by my buddies at Long Island Abate. Well, I might go get me a new tattoo. Take my old Harley for a three-day cruise Might even grow me a full man chew And it's a great day to be alive I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes There's some hard times in the neighborhood